I am a teacher, teen and parent coach, internationally known trainer. I own and run a residential treatment center for teens. And best of all, I am a happy father, stepfather, and husband. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Risk and Back, brought to you by Mental Health News Radio and Fire Mountain Residential Treatment Center. I am your host, Aaron Huey. Beyond Risk and Back is designed for parents, clinicians, and teachers looking for support to guide the teens they care for to move forward from risky behaviors into real freedom and responsibility. Now, let's help each other get these kids back from Beyond Risk. I've been going around in my head trying to figure out how to start this podcast. This being the first episode where I introduce myself and tell you why I'm the person you should be listening to. It's certainly not an issue to talk about myself. I love the sound of my voice and I love talking about myself. But this podcast isn't about me. It's about supporting you and the work that you're going to do with kids at risk. I have spent the best parts of my life being a parent, and some of those best parts of my life has been being a parent in recovery. Recovery from addiction, recovery from old parenting patterns, and recovery recently of empty nesting. I have spent the worst years of my life as a drug addict, and dealing with all of my addiction, pain, and suffering that accumulates into using some foreign substance as a negative coping mechanism instead of feeling the truth. I have been married and divorced and remarried. I am currently with the woman who is the CEO of the company that she and I started together. That company is Fire Mountain. Fire Mountain started as kids camps. And then we added teen rites of passage camps. And then I began working at adult seminars, teaching adult seminars, and being contracted to train at adult seminars, fortunately, all over the world. The work that we were doing with teenagers began to morph based on phone calls we were getting from parents who were just saying, do you have other stuff? Do you have stuff for kids at risk? Now, I was a kid at risk, and I'm sure throughout these podcasts, I'll go into the sordid details of my childhood. And let me clarify my sordid childhood by saying I had amazing parents. I had a mommy and a daddy who were fantastic. A primary issue for me was is that my daddy was not my father. He was the guy who raised me. He was the guy who nurtured me. He was the guy who loved me. Uh, but he was not my father. My uh, my father was an alcoholic and was never involved in my life. And I didn't find out until quite a few years ago that he had actually died from his lifelong alcoholism. Beyond Risk and Back is to support you getting these kids back from being at risk. At risk is a broad term now. I believe all kids are at risk. But we still apply them to kids who have begun to act out in such a manner that as parents, as teachers, and as clinicians, we're terrified. And we don't know how to help them, or we find our help limited, or we find our help not received by caregivers. And so this podcast is designed to get under the blankets there with what's really going on. In the years of running a treatment center with my wife, I have been blessed to come into contact with some of the most amazing, giving, powerfully intelligent people that I could possibly ever imagine being around. 
people who are giving everything they can to teens and to children to help them find freedom and responsibility. And that's what happened. My wife and I started a company with kids camps and then teen camps and then adult seminars and programs. And adults said to us, I need something more for my kid who's really struggling. And we started very simply, I started by on Friday and Saturday nights, going around to people's houses and picking up their teenagers and taking them to 12-step meetings. Got sober in the 12-step rooms and I took kids to those meetings and it kind of worked. It wasn't what I was totally looking for, but they heard the horror stories and it gave them choice, right? And that's what we were looking for, for these kids, that they weren't doomed to a certain life of debaucherous addiction, that they suddenly had choice. And isn't that what we like to say to kids? Well, you're making bad choices. Well, then offer them other choices to make. Don't assume that they know what they are. So that's what I did. I, I began to offer other choices. And we finally had a parent who just said, can my kid just come live with you? Now, at the time, in addition to doing my own recovery work, I ran a small martial arts school. And uh, this parent was saying, can they just come live with you and be your apprentice in life? I was like, yeah, okay. And then she told a friend who told her sister who told her friend. And we got a call from that person and said, can my kid come too? And I said, okay. And my wife and I sat down and I said, what's happening here? What is this? What are we moving towards? And we decided to very consciously move towards creating a space for children who were struggling to live. So we put it out to the world. We didn't, we didn't just put it out to the universe and say, okay, universe, we're going to do this. We actually put it out on Facebook and in emails and said, you know what? Your kid can come live with us. And uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take him to meetings. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to eat family-style dinners of healthier food. And we're going to get them in school. And we're going to do therapeutic groups every day. And with we, in one week, we had six kids and four on a waiting list. In one week. My world, my wife's world, and my own children's world changed drastically, and we had six other teenagers living in our home. And so from that moment, we began to go around, not only garner support, but garner as much information and training and, and anybody, anything, anyone who would help or had something for us to help make it better. Fast forwarding a few years, I have a facility now. And we work with hundreds of kids a year, and we have some of the best results in the United States. We have clinical directors and master's level therapists and doctors and psychiatrists. And my wife is the CEO, and I'm the guy who connects with the kids. And I'm the guy who teaches them martial arts. And I'm a guy who will sit outside on a rock while they cry about their childhood. And I say, man, that sounds like that's really intense. Are you okay? I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I'm someone who has acted in any and every capacity with a child. As a, as a coach, as a trainer, acted like a therapist or, or a counselor a teacher, a mentor, and with parents, I've been a trainer. And I'm a no-bullshit guy. I come straight at it. I don't sugarcoat things. I don't hold back. If I see something that I don't think is working, or I see a parent repeating an old pattern or, or saying something that I just know doesn't work, I say something. And while the parents feel confronted by me, and sometimes maybe even attacked by me, I have a level of diplomacy and love for their experience that allows them to hear me. And so I am the trainer 
of all of our staff and even our clinicians and of our teachers and of our parents and of our kids. And that's what I am now. I'm the trainer. And as a trainer, I've, like I said, met so many people who have such an amazing gift with teens and parents, and they have information you need. And Beyond Risk and Back is about getting that information in your hands, in your pocket, so you can help these kids that you love get back from these behaviors that are going to kill them. I've done this work a long time now, and there are things going on in our culture that uh, is inexcusable. Racism, sexism, inequality, lines that we are being fed about the legalization of drugs, the drug epidemics that are taking place, the information we're lacking on kids who self-harm, you know, cut themselves, depression and anxiety, and the plethora of kids who are suffering from it. Video games, cell phones, internet technologies, all these things that are really detrimental to kids. There is a surprising lack of support. And with all the support that someone can provide or someone can attempt to provide, parents who are living with kids who are being so self-destructive find themselves very isolated and they forget how to reach out. They forget how to ask for help. These computers are so powerful. We have the Library of Alexandria in our laps, on our desks, in our hands, and we forget how to Google something because we're upset. Because as parents, and I'm a parent and I'm a step-parent, we forget in those moments when we get so overwhelmed and our anxiety goes over the top and we feel like we are at our wit's end, we forget how to parent well, we forget how to research well, we forget everything that we know our frontal lobes prefrontal cortex shuts down. We go back into our limbic system where we act like a lizard and our whole life becomes about survival. Fight, flight, freeze, faint, fornicate, and feed. That's a lizard's life. And that is a crappy way to parent. And what's truly terrifying is when our kids are living in that space, when something has happened, when there's been trauma, there's been an environmental trauma, or there's a neurological trauma, the environment's not working, the brain's not working, something is not working, and we have a dysfunctional situation in front of us, and we don't know what to do. We don't know how to ask for help, and we feel alone, and trauma takes place in isolation. Healing takes place in a community. That's what we're doing here. We're getting out of our loneliness. We're getting out of our isolation. We're listening to experts. We're coming up with questions. We're finding answers. I'm an at-risk kid. I went beyond risk and I came back. And damn it, folks, if I can do it, your kids can do it. If my parents can do it, you can do it. I'm from a family of teachers. And I watch my brother, my mom, my stepsisters... I watch them work with their kids and other people's kids. If they can do it, you can do it. We can do this. We can find those kids that have gone beyond risk and we can get them back. And whether you're a parent or you're a clinician or you're a teacher or you're someone who wants to start a project, a foundation, a program in your community to help kids, you can do it. Every week, I'm going to interview someone or I'm going to get on the mic and I'm going to rant. I want us to work together. If you've got something you want to say to families, to parents, to teachers, to clinicians, contact me. Let's talk. Let's get you on the air. If you know someone I should be interviewing, contact me. Get me their names. 
I'll find them. Thank you for joining us in this podcast. Thank you for connecting with Mental Health News Radio. My name is Aaron Huey. Let's get together every week. We have to fix this. We have to confront this. We got to kill the secrets so we can kill the sickness. And we got to do it together for one very important reason. Kids' lives are on the line. Thank you for joining us at Beyond Risk and Back. Support for parents, clinicians, and teachers. Join us at beyondriskandback.com. You can download past episodes there. Visit Fire Mountain Residential Treatment Center's website for information, support, and continuing education trainings for parents and professionals at www.firemountainprograms.com. You can also connect with me directly on Facebook by searching at Beyond Risk and Back. You can also follow me on Twitter, catch me on YouTube, and join me here every week for another podcast. This is Aaron Huey saying, remember, take care of yourself first, your adult relationships second, and your children third, because in that way, we do our best work for the children. Thank you for listening, and we will talk again soon.